Oh, yeah. This is the manly man, Randy Brutal, talking at you. When I'm on the road, I pass the time between matches, snapping to Slim Jims, and listening to the Sean Geek Podcast, which I download off of SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's the Sean Geek Podcast, downloaded off of SeanMcGinnity.ca, brother. Oh, yeah. Sean Geek and Fast, Fast Fred podcast with me, Tom Waits, and I'm sitting in the kitchen here with the Fret Master and um, and uh, that other guy. I don't know his name at all. <laughs> Is that supposed to be Macho Man? No. <laughs> See, it always <laughs> it's supposed to be Tom Waits. But I'm, wait, I'm waiting for. Oh yeah! You can't look into the eyes of the natural man without eating a slim jim. <laughs> oh, I love Macho Man. He's so awesome. <laughs> oh, so uh, what's going on with you? I, I think I told. Didn't I tell you this before? I uh, got Far Cry Six. Yes. And I yeah. actually, based on that last conversation we had, mm-hmm. I looked it up and it's not part of the game pass. Damn. So if I want to shell out 120 bucks, then I could probably pick it up. Uh, okay. Um, but I can do that. Grand Theft Auto? Uh, it's, that's cheaper now. That's, oh, it's not part of the pass either? No, they had it on the pass for like a month or two. And then, oh. no, nah, we're not doing that anymore. Well, what's the point of renting something if they're going to say ah no can't have oh, it now no well but, that was the whole point <laughs> of not having to buy it <clears throat> their whole thing is they have an upper limit like this is how many games we're going to have on the pass and they don't want to have too many on the pass what was that like netflix they start pulling movies off and then putting new ones on yeah there's i mean you can't have everything like, it's costly it's like sure you could well it's like it's like inventory right like it costs money to keep inventory. I'm sure it costs money to keep the games there. Well, if it's a popular game, it should be automatically said, okay, you know what? This one's hot. We're keeping it. Not yeah, no, no, they do that. no, 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 they do. They do that, but they always keep room for all the Microsoft owned properties on there. Oh, okay. Cause they own Bethesda, right? Which is fallout and uh, elder scrolls and they own the halo the company that makes halo games so they have all the halo on there they oh did you see the uh the halo um there's a movie coming out yeah it's on a streaming service i don't have okay I'm not yeah. happy about that yeah no i saw the advertisement hey <laughs> i wonder if you knew about this i did and i'm like so i'm i'm in the well i think you started this and maybe paulo did too my brother-in-law about having a subscription service like you have to watch whatever the fuck i want <laughs> because I'm, yep. I'm 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 getting frustrated that <laughs> i can't so we have a i can't stick my finger under your nose or anything yeah <laughs> so we're we're in the kitchen right now yeah at least our background is implying we're in the kitchen right now yeah we're in a swedish kitchen party yes it's an built IKEA. by ikea <laughs> it's totally ikea yeah so we are we're playing with backgrounds you know for when we release video later this is but, awesome. um what, what the hell were we talking about uh this is what we do <laughs> this is what our show is about what were we yeah. just saying i don't know yeah we ended up at a stop sign we turned but we can't remember which direction we went <laughs> yeah exactly uh we were talking about um yeah <laughs> we're talking about video games <laughs> yeah we're talking about uh, 
Oh, and we're talking about the Halo. The Halo, Halo, that's it. Is yeah. it a show or a movie? I think it's a show. Right? It's it's a. I thought it was a. Well, it could be a show. I thought it was a movie, but it's I a high quality mistaken. show with probably with like six or eight episodes or something. Is what I think it is. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. Well, the the headgear is is pr- pretty much what gave it away. I went, hey, that's the Halo because mm-hmm. you have that headgear at home, don't you? You can't see it because my background's obscured, but it's right next to my stereo there on the shelf yeah looks exactly the same it gives it away for sure that came with halo 3 i think do you still play halo like what what, what's halo at now three four no more than that oh halo 5 was the last one but they've had games in between too like they have a lot of games in between like like gears did the same thing too they had Gears is a Gears five now, but they had a, a three and a half that came out. They didn't right. three and a half. They actually it was Gears of War, semicolon, whatever. Right. But uh, they've done the same thing too with Halo. Like they have something called Halo Wars, and then there it's like a different style of game. But uh, the one they're on now it doesn't have a number. And it just seems to really be a, just a giant multiplayer thing. Mm-hmm. By multiplayer, I don't mean, I don't know if it's cooperative. Because multiplayer, combative multiplayer is the thing right now when we're talking about like Fortnite and all those sorts of things. Yeah, but how many games are there out there where it's cooperative? They're less and less. Like, like you're online, I'm online, we do a cooperative. Just like we, we did with uh, State of Decay. Yeah. like you're on the same team yeah. isn't that's i mean Snap. sure that's like when you're playing a pvp game versus a pve game it, it's like do you want to go against the person or do you want to you know kind of combine forces and, and play together and, and go through the I, li- I like playing together being able to solve stuff together like what we do with splinter cell you know those type of games hey we could do a splinter cell those are awesome you want to yeah do uh all the splinter cells are in the game I'm, pass and I i'm sure all anyway so i'm sure it's cheap as borscht now i'm sure i could probably pick one Is up that, fairly that last one i wanted to do what about um division what's that about uh tom clancy's division uh okay is it so what type of a military it's like a, it's a military angle are they going on okay so when they did division two <clears throat> this was pre-covid okay and it's about a virus that's wiping out the earth. <laughs> oh, jeez! And um, basically, what's there? There's centers in, in the world that are set up as like um, not hotspots of the the opposite of hotspots, where they're like safe safe haven places. Right. You're going out and doing missions outside of those zones because outside of those zones, it's like it's like the wild west, you know we're taking control of this area. We're taking control of that area. So the United States government is still in control of United States and you're kind of sent to go, I don't know, expand areas, I guess. Yeah. I think I played a game like that. I'm not sure the name of it. It was, it was a whole bunch of zombies and they give you a motorcycle and then you just going from, you know, one encampment to the next. And then you've got, you know, things chasing you in between. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty, this it's pretty one here, cool. This one here doesn't have zombies. It just has just a bunch of military, military style factions that are everywhere that have, they've taken control of areas and stuff. So like basically. Like Far, kind of like Far Cry 6 or Fire, Far, just Far Cry in general. I think they have the same kind of you thing. You almost said Fart Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's when you eat really spicy food. Yes. <laughs> so uh, let's, yeah, you know what? Because no one's going to play uh, the Splinter Cells are two player cooperative. And I never finished the last one because no one was, no one wanted to play with me. So, hmm. But I, okay. if, if I, let me look at it, I'll shoot me the version you have. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I, I promise I'm not going to, Sylvia and I talked about this. Like, I'm not going to bail. Oh. <laughs> and the only reason I bailed is because, well, we'll go play with Todd. We're going to go play by ourselves. I'm like, <laughs> Like, on my camp well like because i thought we'd all play right like four of us would play right and that was kind of what i was hoping for but they're like yeah we're bored with that game we're moving on like, but oh okay bored with that game and then they're playing without us and i 
was trying to get all four of us together. It was kind of what I was hoping for, but if that's what's going to happen, then okay, fine. I'll just, you know, you and I can just do our thing on the side. So I'll, I'll look sure. at, I'll see. I keep wanting to go back to state of decay. Right. I still have it. <laughs> yeah, Cause I had um, the, that section of the game with the waves and stuff. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Dreaming about it the other night. Yeah. Yeah. What part, like the big behemoth uh, things that puke on you and yeah. And kill you. Yeah. That game is good. I like it. Yeah, I need to play. I like it. I like to use the, uh, you know, the the concoction that you have is like in a red vial, and then you throw it, and it's an attractant. Yep. Yeah, I like to do that while I'm at my base, and I've got all my snipers. Oh, so yeah. I just, I just throw it. They all come running, and then the snipers take them all out, and I just kind of sit there and watch, Grab watch their head, their watch their heads blow off, and it's pretty, pretty interesting. So have you? So for Splinter Cell games, which ones, which ones have you played? You know what? Uh, Conviction. I've played. Um, I think Conviction was the fr- was the last that, one, right? I believe so. That's the one I never finished because I was playing by myself. And now, is that the one where you're in the air, where you're in the aircraft, like you're in this big cargo plane, That's and there's different right. portions of the plane? That was that was one of them that I was in, and then you go down to a certain area. And then you did the mission, and then you oh, come yeah. back up yeah, to the they, plane. They send you down on a on a rope or whatever, and then you go do your thing, and then you hop on the rope, get back out, they extract you. Yeah, you yeah. Gas for extraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was that one. There was one where you kind of go into buildings, and then there's um, you can lay mines and stuff, and then they they come after you, and you kind of have to hide. You got to use the, the the light in the dark, and you're using your infrared goggles. Certain, and then you have the ones that can see through walls. I think. I believe so. Yeah. There, so you can see. Oh, someone's through that door, but on the other side of it, or whatever. Yeah, it's been a while since I played, but yeah, I'll see what's on the. Um, I usually go on these on the store, I guess, to see what's what's on sale. Those those have been out for a while, so I'm sure they're cheap. I'm sure it's no but no more than thirty nine dollars. We got to make sure they're cooperative, though, or I mean, uh, cross platform. Oh, well, because they're older, they might not be. Yeah, conviction Damn. potentially might be. Because oh. back then, so the only thing that was doing cross platform at one point was PC and Xbox. Well, we'll look at that. We'll look at that. Yeah, we'll we'll see what's up. You what's see my uh, you see my hand here? Yeah, you, you got a band aid on. It. You got to change the dressing. Change the dress. It's a band-aid. What do you mean the dressing? Well, this is I'm using this as dressing because I don't have proper dressing. But oh. I, um like we're in we're in a very big thaw right now. I've got the dehumidifier running like crazy because at a certain point, if if the snow is too high and the melting's too high, it actually somehow gets above my wall. Okay. I actually get some some water in the basement. It's never a lot, but it's on the side of the basement that's carpeted. And if I run the dehumidifier, it doesn't go anywhere. Like, it's just like the smallest trickle of water that comes in. So our, the, when we did our carpets in the basement, because we were worried about water, we bought um, an underlay. Yeah. It's like a ridged underlay. So it gives room for the water to go and just dry out on its own. Ah. Like to air out. Okay. That's why our uh, carpet's so spongy because you're sitting on that underlay, which is like, like, so it's got like a little, uh, so you got like an air gap in between so that you can, it'll kind of, um, evaporate. Yeah. And then a dehumidifier to suck all that up. Right. So this, yeah, for the smallest amounts. And then there's, um, so there's like a gap between the underlay, like it's waterproof on the bottom of the under of the carpet. So it won't come through, but that we use the dehumidifier. If we use that, then it's fine. So I got it going hardcore. But anyway, I, I was outside the house to so go back to my injury here. Right. I was trying to get the snow off the side of the house because this is our, what is our second biggest winter since 1800s or something for snowfall, something like that. Yeah. Like if I look outside now, a lot has, it's gone down. Oh yeah. Like we've, we had 
like it was just frozen solid and then just the, the weather just you know warmed up quite fast and it's been kind of a lake like in the back lane the oh. ridges you know the, the plow goes by yeah and then then leaves this two foot freaking ridge yeah behind the garage yeah uh, man you i've got a truck but i still had to get out of the truck traipse through the water go into the garage grab my shovel get rid of the ridge yeah so that i could actually get into the garage oh yeah yeah because i mean it's, it's a truck but it's not a monster truck yeah and <laughs> because they tiny they, yeah because all these trucks they like to put these plastic balances or whatever at the bottom these 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 pieces of plastic that like to break yeah so you have to kind of be careful and it's a 2016 and so far knock on i think that's wood uh it's yeah ikea wood. That, that is that is still okay yeah it's uh no, it's not IKEA wood. This is uh... my my tape. My actual real table in the room is an IKEA table, so it's kind of appropriate. I was gonna make it. A, do you want an espresso? There's an espresso machine over there, over there, <laughs> behind you. Yeah, I get some. Get some toast. I get some toast yeah, behind me. I make some toast. And those IKEA cups. Yep. Although, we have I have the I have the greenish ones, but the greenish blue ones, but the green and the blue that are up there aren't aren't the same. Yeah, it would be I kind have... of a mixture of both of those colors together. I have a blue, but it's a darker one. Mm -hmm. oh, but anyway, so what I was doing, I was getting the snow out from said house, you know, trying to, because I mean, it's up against the windows in some places, but I had yes. to actually make a trail to get there because the snow in my backyard, it's, it's up to about here, like right. my boobs. Yeah. So I was trying, I was, so every, I would take 15 minutes at a time because it's super heavy. And, you know, I'm not a young kid anymore, so, like, I don't want to give myself a heart attack. I mean, in good shape, but, you know, if I if I go for 45 minutes shoveling snow, like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. That's harder than any workout that I've ever done. So, anyway, so i just kind of been slowly making trench. And then I get to the side of the house, which it's the closest to my fence. Mm -hmm. And I had the big, you know, the big, the pusher, the pusher shovels, like. Like we had back home? Yeah, yeah. So you could push the snow, so you don't always have to lift it. You could actually have a person in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I have one okay. of those, and uh, I'm I'm trying to get in there, but it's actually tight. Be too and wide, I, yeah. And and because it's heavy, I'm trying to give myself enough. Like I'm trying to use physics to swing it, and I'm trying to swing it over the fence so it goes over the fence, so I'm not putting it back in the yard, right? So I'm just trying to get this nice sweeping effect. Okay. And so. I, I had, wait, I was holding it like this, I guess. And then I went back to give myself enough momentum to flip it over my shoulder, right? Right. And when I did that, I just scraped my hand on the house. Oh! <laughs> so I'm like, it hurt for like a millisecond. And then it didn't hurt at all. And I'm like, that's not a good sign. Because I looked at my hand and I go, that looks really bad. Oh, and then I'm like, I could actually see white. Oh, I don't know if is that the tendons? That's, yeah, your tendons, I think. And I'm like, oh fuck! And it Jeez. wasn't bleeding. And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> he did like a surgical cut. <laughs> yeah. So I went in. I went out. <laughs> ran under the sink. And I'm trying to do this because I'm like, I gotta rinse it out because if I get stucco in my. Yeah. So now you have DNA on your house. Yeah. So anyway. <clears throat> I covered it and I got to change the dressing again today. Now, when you're scooping snow, yeah. Okay. Do you like what part is the, the, the back part? Is it your right hand or your left hand? Oh, like, which way do you shovel? I purposely swap all the time. Okay. Cause I've, I've always done a full body, right? Work. Yeah. Yeah. I tried doing that and I ended up pulling something because I normally do it the one direction with my right hand behind the left hand in front. Wait, and wait. I scoop oh. that way. So the, the right hand on the actual hand, like the, uh, like on the handle, the end handle further. Yeah. end okay. handle. So that's the way I normally shovel. And then I figure, you know what, because the left side of my back gets sore because I, I screwed it up years ago. So I figured, you know, what, I'm going to swap it out and do it the other way. So when I did it the other way, it felt okay. But then the next day, oh my God, I, because I'd never used those muscles before. Yep. I, I pulled something, I think, and uh, yeah, it took me a couple couple days to recover from that. So be careful. <laughs> if you're going to, 
DDP yoga. What's that? DDP yoga. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So what, what I do, so what I do right after I shovel mm-hmm. and I, and I do it in increments because I'm treating it like a workout. You're not going to like, if you're in the gym, you're not going to do 45 minutes of chest. You could, but I think that's just dumb. Right. Well, yeah, they do a full 45 minutes of chest because you're going to overtax your chest muscles. So when you do a workout, you do chest and tries, and then, you know, you have breaks, but if you're shoveling, it's just nonstop, nonstop. It's more cardio, right? Right. It's, but it's not just cardio, it's muscle building. So what I do right after I shovel, I sit down, take all the strain because it's lower back strain too. Right. And I put the heating pad on. And I just keep stretching it out with the heat on. So I get it nice and warm. If it wasn't already warm, I put the heat on and I just stretch it out, stretch it out, stretch it out. And I just literally do nothing for an hour. And I just stretch it out, stretch it out. And then because your chest gets like, like right there in your armpit there, that gets tight because you're right. You know, it's like almost like a cable exercise. Poles. Yeah. yeah. So I put, I put it over my chest. And then I do on the back of my shoulders. See, and I just take a, I just take a hot shower. Well, that that's good too. It's not bad. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work. I just take a hot shower. I just no, stand there. What I do is I sit on the couch. I play some video games. Yep. Put the heat on, and then I just switch it to you know the the three spots. I always try to make sure because my lower back may not be the strongest. But this happened on the Michael Rosenbaum uh, podcast. You don't know who that is. He's the guy who played Lex Luthor. Yep. He has his own podcast. It's, it's fantastic. Unlike most of the celebrity podcasts, most of them are trash. They're not right. good. Because, they're on just because they're popular. And they figure they can well, get people yeah. to see them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they get 2 million subscribers. It's like, but you didn't, you put in work <laughs> as an actor and yeah. I'm going to begrudge that. But now, oh, suddenly you're a podcaster and suddenly you're popular and you didn't have to put any work in on the podcasting side. Contrary to that, Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> I guess it's no different than Twitter or Instagram, or you know, you have someone popular on there. All of a sudden, they have, uh, they've got you know millions of followers within you know a certain, like yeah, a very short amount of time. So, but, but I mean, hey, they're working it. I mean, yeah. they they're able to do it. Sure, yeah, all but the power Ro- to them. Sure, but Rosie Michael Rosenbaum, he put the effort in. Like this is his show. Do you think he got teased growing up, Rosie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did for sure. He talks about it on the show all the time. Okay. His show, honestly, Todd, if there was another podcast you, you should listen to, it would be that one. There's a recommendation for this week. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Mm. Not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Anyway. Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Um, but anyway, his show, he actually like it's a real podcast. It's not like that other guy. What's the guy? Hold it, hold it, hold it. What defines a real podcast? What's your definition of a real? Po- are we a real uh, podcast? Yeah, I think so. Now, what does that mean? Real? Like I it think... means just okay. Is yeah. our podcast so? I, I'm I've become a podcast snob. Unfortunately, I used to be a music snob, and I got I got reamed out a bunch of times for being too elitist with my musical tastes, and I'm more open now. Actually, Sylvie corrected me on that. (laughs) (laughs) This band is good. You need to listen to it. You need to give it a chance. And then I would give it a chance to go, okay, you're right. And maybe I need to do the same thing with podcasts, but I'm going to be like Joe Rogan. That is a real podcast. I mean, I'm not a fan, but it is a real podcast. He, a a podcast is supposed to be a conversation. Doesn't necessarily, or a conversation could be one person just talking about something. But a podcast where someone is using it to sell the ability to podcast. So we we talked we had an episode called "This Is a Circular Reference," where the the Anthony Robbins of the world. There's mm-hmm. a whole score of Anthony Robbins type characters on podcasting, and all right. they do is say every episode they're like, "Get my get my class, get my class." 
pay uh if you use this promo code you can get into my class for 50 percent off and for two thousand dollars we're going to tell you how to make your podcast <laughs> yeah i've actually attended some of the free seminars for a few because hey like you can't critique something unless you've actually tried something or listened to something and every single one of those most of them all they're doing is saying what they're doing is saying I have a very popular podcast and I'm going to show you how to have a popular podcast as well. But every single episode of that person's podcast is about telling people how popular their podcast is and their podcast is popular because they've said it's popular, but they never talk about anything. They just talk. It's always um, like a, a clickbait sort of, if you stick with us, we're going to teach you how to have the most successful podcast on the planet. And we're going to get you in the top 10 list on Apple and spotify blah 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 and they just keep telling you they're going to do that and they keep telling you they're going to give you the tools to, to do it which is fine they, and some of them do and they have successful podcasts and i don't understand because the entirety of their podcast all they do is talk about how successful they are at podcasting but they don't have but, they don't talk about anything but they don't have an actual podcast well they do and in the podcast they're telling people how popular the podcast is <laughs> and how and and subscribe to my class get my class and you get five classes for blah 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 and it just drives me nuts like that how is that a real podcast you're marketing you're not mar like it's not a, a teach you how to market it's it's a bragging about how great you are and if you take my classes you can be as great as as we are well, what podcasts have you done well we've done this podcast where we talk about how great we are but they're they're literally it's like they're talking in a circle the whole time so that those are those are the fake podcasts out there. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, I get the same. I get the feeds like on Facebook and stuff, mm -hmm. and it'll be uh, you know learn how to play this or learn how to play that and or learn how to record this and do that. And then they talk about you know oh uh, yeah the percentage off yeah come here and we'll teach you how to do it. Um, I mean, and with podcasting, I mean you can get free advice from podcasters they're more than willing to help you out which was pretty much i think the 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 premise of podcasting to begin with was just to have you know the the anybody could just say you know what i'm not an well mate expert not an expert uh enthusiast whatever you want to be you want to start your own podcast have your own you know the, talk about things that you don't that you want to do not not necessarily what everyone else wants to do mm -hmm. Um, and there's such a plethora of, of information out there, just like our, like the, the podcast festival that, that, that goes on every year. I mean, it's all podcasters getting together and they're all sharing information. So why would you want to go out and pay for that? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's there. I mean, it's like, it's like anything else. I mean, you could, uh, you could do things for free, but someone always offers it. You know, if you want to pay, we'll show you how to do it. The five and secrets of podcasting. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah, but I, it doesn't. But it, they don't explain. They don't tell you anything about it. They'll just say, you know, a couple of key words that, you know, that everyone probably uses, and that makes common sense. But they don't really get like into the nitty gritty. Times, how many times have you helped people? Maybe like in podcasting or whatever. Like if someone asks you a question, you don't say, "Well, if you can get behind my paywall and you give me so much." Like we don't do that. No. Every but time, they're out there. Yeah, but every time, like. As a podcaster, you should be growing podcasting, but they've turned it into a monetary thing, which is fine, but there's so many of them out there. You have no idea which ones are legitimate and which ones are not, like which ones are doing the circular reference. I have a successful podcast. We have a podcast where all we do is talk about podcasting. Right. You never talk about podcasting. You just talk about how great you are at it. Right. Like, there's no... Like if someone had like a, uh, like, okay, let, let's say Sam Thompson, he decides to promote podcasting in such a way. It's like, I'm going to have, you know, teach people how to podcast, going to show how to record. I'm going to show how you, how to do the social media. I'm going to show you the editing. I'm going to show you how to find guests, like something like that. Right. He decides to do that, but right. built that on the back of which police radio. So which police radio is the successful podcast. Right. And he's using that to teach the course. So it's like, so if he has a separate podcast 
or he might have like little bits in his podcast where he says, Hey, if you want to have a successful podcast or you want to learn some tips and tricks, uh, give me some money, but you, you have his body of work. That's his success. But like Anthony Robbins, when he became successful as a motivator, he was teaching people how to be successful in business, but he never had a successful business until he taught people how to have successful businesses. So he was basically, I, I, I and hey, people want to, you know, correct us or correct me specifically on this thought, but I feel like he's never had a successful business. He just tells people how to do it, but he's never just on himself. That's his business. Yeah, his business. Yeah, his business is <laughs> motivating people, but it's not yeah. doing. He's a, it's just motivating yeah, people. He, he's a great motivator for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, and he, that's he, that's what he grew his business on. I mean, right. Dad bought every. I think all his books are tapes. Yep. And I've and I've read a bunch. Like mm -hmm. you know, I'm not gonna lie, he is a great motivator. But to say, you know, I have successful businesses, but your successful business, it's it's circular, like. Your successful business is motivating people. That's it. It's not, you know, that's his successful business, but it's, it's weird. Like how he got started, he's just motivating people. And now that's his successful business. So it's like, it's like the success came after he's motivating people, but he doesn't have a successful business behind him yet. He just motivated people, motivating people, motivating people. And now he has a successful business of motivating people, which is good. That is the business. Yeah, well, he's a speaker. They pay him, yeah. you know, tons of cash to come and talk to people. But he can't say, I can help your business strive. I can motivate you to help your business strive, but I can't tell you how to make your business strive. Like, it's sort of like chicken or the egg. Like, he became famous after he did the motivation stuff. Well, a lot of people are, you know, people who are big in business are, are really self-motivated people. Um, I'm sure he enhances that or people that aren't as maybe you know um as motivated um when they talk to him uh, they they get a kind of a big shot in the arm type thing it's like when you go to a concert and then you get home and you're pumped up and you want to grab your guitar and you want to you know you want to keep rocking on yep. type thing i mean a lot of people have gone to concerts and i'm sure that's how they feel afterwards I'm sure, and it's the same thing i'm sure after his seminars I mean, you, as soon as you go home, I mean, I've, I've been on courses myself, but the thing is, is if you're a business person, that's fine. If you're the person that that's, that's making all the decisions, that's great. But when they send you on a seminar and they says, you know, you should be doing this, 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 but you're not the person who is actually going to implement that. That would be your boss or your boss's boss. And they were never at the meeting. So you're as motivated as hell. You get to work all ready to go. And then you end up in the same roadblocks again. And it just, just deflates your, the whole thing. It was, there wasn't much point to go to begin with, really. You just, you just unboxed a whole bunch of stuff there. Yep. That was, that was good. <laughs> no, that was good because I've been on, I've been on those courses too. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of the, the Anthony Robbins stuff is, 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 it's kind of management level. You know, it's, it's management level. Like if you have control and power at your company and you follow my stuff, then you can do stuff too. But if you're the guy or the gal, not this guy, or gal, not this one, not this one, not this one, like the lowest of the rung, and you use Anthony Robbins stuff, I think they can motivate you to work harder, but that's helping your company and not helping you as much. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, well, so different opinion of Anthony Robbins now. You've actually... I, I think it's a team building team building thing, but it, it's it's only good if the whole team is there. Yeah. Like I did, um, I, in, in my past, I, wow, I can't believe we're talking about work stuff, but, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've done, I've done training, right. I've done, uh, you know, where I'm standing in front, I've got a, a display in front of me and the little clicker and like, and I'm, and but, I'm teaching classes at work. I've done that before, but, and I've done, I did one for managers and only one manager showed up. But, but it was, it was, uh, it was a communication thing. Like it was teaching. It was, it was the class I designed was a class to teach managers how to speak to employees. That's what, it, that's what it was. And it was, uh, talking about, and we did an episode on this too, where people use acronyms for everything, right? Acronyms. It's, it's a great way to, to, to simplify the verbiage and, and 
and instead of taking this big thing of text, you can just, you know, crunch it down and, and you can describe things quicker and more efficiently. But acronyms are actually incredibly inefficient because the thing you had, and this is what I was teaching in the class is that you have the level of the manager has their own sets of acronyms for everything they have to shorten everything when they're talking to other managers. Right. And then you have the middle managers below and they have their own acronyms and their own short shorthand words for everything to describe everything at this level and maybe dealing with the people just below them. Right. Right. And the managers too, like I don't, you guys can't see my hands, but my hands are at the top. So the top managers have a language to speak to them and the people immediately below them that they understand. And then the middle managers have a language. They understand how to talk to their upper managers, but the people below them, the supervisors or whatever, they have a language set of acronyms <laughs> and everything. And then those supervisors have a language they can understand above them and they can understand below them, but they have a language to talk to the lead hands and stuff like that. And then the lead hands have a language to speak to the people on the floor, the people doing the actual work. Right. Right. So what happened, like what happened in, in the company I was at at the time is the manager, the top, top, top manager, yep. sent an email to all the people on the floor. And it used, it was three sentences and there was like, there was like 24 acronyms in the, in the, in there was like one paragraph. I can't remember how many sentences, but there was like 24 or 36 or whatever. There's a shit ton of acronyms in there. And there were acronyms that only the upper managers understood but they're trying to convey direction to the floor for the workers to make the product. Right. But the workers didn't understand any of those acronyms because I was a worker on the floor. Right. Now I had spoken to different levels of management because I was an educator too. So I could understand some of the languages. I didn't understand all of them, but I could understand. And I, I kind of understood what this manager was asking for, but it wasn't, translated to the people on the floor there's no way they would understand this and it's not because they're not smarter they're definitely smart people but the thing is managers have their own language and it wasn't translated so in so what i did in the course is i took every single acronym and i put them in a list and then i went to the acronym dictionary there's an acronym dictionary you put the acronym in and it'll right. give you the top 25 acronyms like so for example dyi or sorry, DIY. <laughs> DYI. The top one is do it yourself. Okay. Right. And then the second one might be um, do it, yo. <laughs> I don't know. And then like it lists all the, all the potential breakdowns of that acronym for DIY. So what I did is I took every one of those acronyms and I provided the top three uh, breakdowns of those acronyms of the acronyms used in that email that was sent out to the floor. So basically you have an alien race at the top <laughs> and then there's the liaison between that person, the, the aliens and the actual managers, and they decipher what they're saying to the managers and that the managers are kind of half alien themselves. So they, they kind of got the language uh, from above and then they translate it like to the people below them and then so on. I like that. No, so, aliens. so what I did, so, so what I was, so the, the goal of the email was to, they wanted to change something to do with production uh, from one machine to another or something. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly, but basically by reinterpreting, using the acronym dictionary. So someone read the email, didn't know what those acronyms were and actually looked it up, did Google search acronym dictionary and looked it up and looked at the top three and tried to find the one that was most relatable, they could find one that looked the most relatable, but was not. So in the end, what the, what they had specified was, I need you to change production of this particular product from this machine to that machine. So we can get, so we can, so we can make it faster. So that's pretty much in a nutshell, what they're trying to tell you. That's but, but in their own acronym, right? But the way it came across was, because of acronyms, was we need you to keep all of this production on this machine. And we need you to turn the other machine off. <laughs> Must have been a big surprise when they came down to the floor. 
What's well, going on? Well, there was, and that's what that's what prompted me. It's like okay, and I'm I'm changing things because I you know this, you know I, I don't want to share proprietary information, but I'm just kind of giving you a, a general idea, right? That the people on the floor did nothing wrong, and the managers thought they were being efficient in their email, but neither side could understand the other side, and you know potentially it cost the company a whole bunch of money because they continued production of this product on the machine that was a bit slower. And they turned the other machine off. So there was no production of any kind happening on the other machine. So, so I, I, I showed that in the meet, in the meeting and maybe it's an asshole thing, but when someone uses an acronym, I always go to the acronym dictionary. I look up the top three and I randomly grab one of the three and I say, you want me to what? And then usually there's an inappropriate acronym breakdown for every acronym in the world. Mm. Like, What's the first thing that comes up when you see FU? Yeah. Right. But the, the, the acronyms for FU could be um, feeling uneasy. It could be um, um, freedom, a uh, freedom unite or funky underwear, funky underwear, you know, <laughs> it could be anything, right? You can't just assume that you're conveying it and, and why, and they use shortcuts to save time, but they're like in this particular instance, they cost a lot of time and a lot of money and everyone didn't know what to do because the middle managers understood like the, the managers below, below the man, like the assistant managers or whatever, they understood. And then the supervisors kind of understood. And then the lead hands were totally confused. So there was so much conversation going back and forth to explain, no, 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 no. We need you to do this. We're like, really? So then another set of emails had to go out from each level to correct the mistake when it could have been addressed at first going, just spell it out in plain English. We need you to move the production of the product of the blah, 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 from machine, blah, 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 to machine, blah, 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 blah. See, the aliens don't have the right language to have the liaison between communicate properly. Yeah. But I think that's, to, to circle back around, I think that's what a lot of these classes that are teaching managers how to be better managers, they should be teaching things like that. But I've noticed because I've been in a bunch that they really don't. They're like, how to motivate your employees, but they're not. It's always like, your employees need to work harder. Your employees need to do this. Your employees need to do that. You need to push them harder. You need to let them know there's consequences to, to the work they do on the floor and that they're affecting the bottom line of the entire company. It's always them, 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 them. And a lot of the management classes I've taken, and I've always, I've always challenged it, right? Your job as a manager is to answer questions from the people below you to motivate yep. them and to make them feel like they're contributing to the company and to look after them. But a lot of those management classes, I don't know what I'm holding up here. It, it's the opposite. Right. You need to push down below you. You need to, you're, you're the boss, you know, everything. They know nothing. So you have to, it is very condescending. Now, now, now they're not all like that. Right. I've been to so many and I've questioned them on it. I'm like, you know, why don't you just give your employees more, more power? Let them make more decisions. Hear them out. Yeah. Don't don't micro policy. Yeah. Less micromanaging and and just kind of give them a little bit more responsibility and see what they do with it. If they can't handle it, then obviously, you know, then you have to do something different, but, but it's always good to empower your employees to be able to, you know, to be able to think for themselves and, um, and, and do what they want to do. They'd be happier because they're not being micromanaged. They don't have someone over their shoulder all the time and they're able to make their own decisions, which empowers them to make them feel important. And that circles around to the only topic I had that I want to talk today. <laughs> all <laughs> right. What does ham and agar mean? It, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a term it's, I don't know if derogatory is the right word, but it's used in wrestling all the time. Now, if Stefan's listening right now or Beaver's listening right now, they already know what this means. Ham and agar. What do you think it means? 
it's it relates what to what we were just talking about. It's what they eat after the match, I guess. You don't want to eat it before the match because that, that could get ugly. <laughs> so Hammenager is uh, is a jobber, and a jobber in wrestling is he's the guy that, or the guy, the gal that just gets their butt kicked every match. Like they're the, they're there to feed the person they're fighting and and to elevate the person they're fighting. Oh, the hero! Yeah, elevate the hero. Yeah. So there's uh, you've heard have you heard ever heard of squash matches? Mm, no. So squash matches when uh, 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 they're they're pushing a a wrestler, right? Like he's getting a push. Like the management believes in this guy, and they're going to give this wrestler a push, and he's he's going to elevate in the card, right? So right. they give him a jobber or ham and egger, right? To come in and basically take every fucking bump in the book. You're going to oversell every freaking move that this wrestler is going to do, and you're going to. You're just you're gonna have zero offense. Hmm. You're just gonna just get your sh- the shit kicked out of you. It's gonna be a four to five minute match, and you're basically just gonna, you know, ring post to ring post, get the shit kicked out of you. That's what that's what a jobber does. So Bobby, remember Bobby the Brain Heenan? Yep. Like he always say, "Oh, we got a Ham and Ager out here." <laughs> so I think Ham and Ager, <laughs> where it came from, and I could be wrong. This is us making shit up as we go but i think what he implied was the lower level wrestlers the the people just you know starting out at the job trying right. to make a name for themselves mm-hmm. didn't have enough money that all they could afford was a ham and egg sandwich that was their that was their their diet because you get the ham you get the egg you get double protein which you need the protein i'm, I'm guessing i could be wrong but i think th- that's all these guys could they couldn't afford the steaks they couldn't afford the lobster they couldn't afford better quality protein ham and egg cheap no pan fries, no no carbs. Well, probably not. So that's what the ham and agar means. So I I think management, like the 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 the, the not so good managers out there, they have a, a a belief that the ham and agar, which is the person on the floor, is only there to make everyone else look good. And there's that kind of some are like some are like that. Some right. will take. Uh... I mean, if an employee does something that's uh, that's that's good, that's improved stuff. Um, sometimes the supervisor won't, um, you know, they'll they'll take the the credit. I guess was what it would be. They they won't credit the person who's who actually came up with the idea, which is which is bad. I mean, if you credit the person who did the idea, it makes them feel good. Like why why would you do that? It makes you feel feel good for what a second, and that's it. And the other person's. Feels yeah. like crap the whole time. <laughs> the ham and egg is really hungry because all they're eating is ham and egg sandwiches, right? That's all they're having, ham and egg sandwiches. They're really, right. really hungry. Right. But they're going to come up with, honestly, a ham and egg. And, and this, to me, a ham and egg is a compliment in my book. It's someone who's hungry, someone who's striving, someone who just wants to be given the opportunity to show what they have. Right. And, and, and just work hard and they have great ideas because they're not tarnished by having worked in the industry for so long. They're hungry. They've got ideas. Hey, they might not all be great, but they're all worth listening to. And that's my exactly. this week. There you go. All right. I know you got to go already, but uh, yeah. there we go. Another corporate management. episode. <laughs> oh God. And this isn't, we're not, we're not shedding any, we're not putting any shade on where we work or anything like that it's definitely nothing like that we're just commenting on our experience over the years observations observations. and experiences yeah and we've seen successes with companies we've been with or places that we've worked by having proper management style versus having an improper management style that's all i'm saying true 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 i'm gonna go make that express over my shoulder there okay i'm gonna make some toast I haven't, I haven't had breakfast yet. I had to uh, stop a, a meltdown from Abby. Ah. Uh, which is part of the why I brought her downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's it. That was all it. right. That was good. So I think if we do this at least every other Sunday, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. This is actually easy. I was awake. You were awake. Yeah. You didn't have chocolate cake before. Uh, the episode started so no 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 time for chocolate cake 
I had coffee. So coffee's my, it's the only thing I can actually take that actually wakes me up. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar does total opposite. No good. My, no good for me. Oh wait. Oh, it's a green screen. My cup too, almost. Oh, see if I put, if I put the cup in front of me, I'm okay. But if I go to the side, I lose it. Oh yeah. See, this thing works pretty good though. eh? Yeah, it's I pretty, like this. Pretty good. I like being in a kitchen. We'll have to look at uh, what other ones we have. Yeah, I got to get my actual green screen behind me so I, I I fully come out. So what I want to do coming up, I would actually wouldn't mind just coming to your house to do this. Sure. Oh boy, I, got, I got a couple. I got a couple laptops who could do the same thing here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could I, I could bring my laptop. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. But uh, record. I really want that board. I really want that board. It's like five hundred bucks. It's like a lot of money. But hey, it's on sale. Tell you what, guys, buy a few T-shirts. Subscribe on our Patreon. Throw a couple shekels our way. There's going to be an ad at the back end of this episode that's going to tell you where to go to buy some swag. If you can buy some swag, get a little income coming in, then we can actually upgrade the stuff that we're using. Because we would like to actually be able to go out in public and record live on the road. I don't know why I'm doing an accent, but whatever. <laughs> Randomly. He's like, he just came from Rage Rage. Yeah, Rage Rage. Yeah. Oh, their new episode's so good. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. Oh, I got to go listen. It's all about porn. It is so Oh, great. no. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's so, in, like, so enlightening. Okay. It's so enlightening. They so they've got a they've got an angle. Oh yeah, no, no, they're not just talking about porn in general. There's like they have an angle, which I don't know. I actually appreciate the angle. Perfect. Can't wait to listen to it. Love you guys, boys. Like, ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure something out at some point and and see if we can get them on. Well, they can barely record their own show. They've put out two episodes in eight months. I don't know if we oh. can get them on our show, but I would love to have them on our show. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but I, I'm always excited when they have a new episode out. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I love the accents too. I mean, just, just the accents alone. Like I just sit there and listen to them all day. <laughs> their, uh, their episode on the Ukraine was really good. Did you listen to that one yet? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. No. Totally worth listening to. Just like. <sighs> oh, it, it made me aware of, of a lot of things I was not aware of because the way the, the news is portraying everything going on. Right. Like every news agency has uh, an agenda they're pushing. They mm -hmm. interviewed a guy who's in the Ukraine. And we got to hear what he had to say. Now, he has his own side to the story. Right. His own side on the Ukraine side, his own theories on the Russia side. It's very, very interesting. And I didn't even think about half the stuff you brought up but now it's got me when i look at the news i'm being a bit more I'm skeptical gonna, i'm trying to read between the lines right which is good so they did a service there oh good i'll have to listen to that one too yep all right sure. all right then we hit stop uh see we'll see you guys on the flip side todd usually says see ya <laughs> see ya see ya there it is. There's the money shot. There's the real Manitoba money shot. I was going to say, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> I, I want uh, Ronald George Moore to just say that once. See ya. Or anyway, whatever. I'm going to hit stop. Okay, see you guys later. Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right, head on over to seanbeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanbeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.